The unplanned events are probably the biggest thing that we're focused on day in and day out, the unpredictable, things that just happen spur of the moment anywhere around the globe and being able to very quickly suss those out, find information and bring that to our clients so that they can utilize that information to the best of their ability for their business and for their employees. You're listening to the Employee Safety Podcast from Alert Media, a podcast for professionals responsible for the safety and well-being of their employees. Each episode features an interview with a leader in employee safety to discuss how to protect your employees from a wide array of threats, from severe weather to a global pandemic. Let's get into the show. Hello, and welcome to the Employee Safety Podcast, where for just a few minutes of your day, we provide insights and ideas for keeping safe your most valuable asset, your people. I'm your host, Peter Steinfeld, and I'm joined today by a very special guest and my colleague, Sarah Prattley, who is the Vice President of Alert Media's own Global Threat Intelligence Unit. Sarah, thanks for joining. How are you today? I'm great, Peter. Thanks. How are you? Oh, doing well, doing well. Um, Glad to have you on, and we're going to be discussing how organizations can stay ahead of threats that impact their people. But before we begin, can you just tell our audience a little bit more about your background and your role at Alert Media? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. I appreciate being here. Um, You know, as you mentioned, this is really important for all of our clients. Um, and customers and everybody really in the space. Uh, so yeah, so before I joined Alert Media, I spent 15 years um, in the news and media industry space. Uh, a handful of those years I spent in local media, and then I jumped for the rest of my um, path to CNN. I had the pleasure of overseeing national news there uh, for many years. I you know, led a ton of major news stories while I was at CNN. Um, lots of the unfortunate mass shootings that we've seen um, over the recent several years, you know, the Pulse nightclub shooting, everything that happened on the um, Vegas Strip, um, lots of civil unrest, things that we saw in Ferguson and Baltimore, um, really reflective of some of the things that we're seeing across uh, the United States in particular now. And then a lot of weather, you know, as you can imagine, lots of major storms, um, lots of hurricanes hitting all parts of the country. So a lot of, um, you know, really major breaking news stories while I was there. After more than a decade in leadership there, I really wanted to pivot outside of the newsroom and find a space where I could use my skill set, right, um, from being in the journalism space and being in the media industry, and really just kind of transferring that to another space that was similar. And that's when Alert Media found me, and I found Alert Media. Um, and that's really what's brought me here. As you mentioned, I, I head up the global intelligence team. I've been working for the past several months on that part of the product, um, you know, building the product, but also building a team of experts behind it and really bringing everything together in a way that we feel like is the best value add for our clients. Excellent. Well, thank you for that background. Let's uh, let's jump into tracking the world here and how you do it. You know, when I just look out there every day, there are literally hundreds, if not thousands of critical incidents happening around the world, more than any one person could possibly track effectively. So for a number of years now, Alert Media has helped organizations deal with this information overload. But I'm curious, as you see it, as you see the world, how are things evolving? What trends are you seeing when it comes to thinking about the optimal way for both monitoring and delivering intelligence and insights? I would say the biggest thing that we're continuing to see year over year is more information. Um, Just the volume of information in the space is incredible. And being able to sift through that information and find sense of that information, it really takes a skill set and it really takes expertise, right? And we've got an analyst team that we have behind our product um, and on the global intelligence team that's really focusing on that. But I'd say that volume of information 
the misinformation that's out there, um, people really having to dig for facts and not being able to believe everything that they see uh, that's published online and published on different platforms and spaces has been one of the biggest trends. And that's something that we focus on really heavily is sifting through the noise and the volume, but also really delivering um, the most important information and the most fact-based information to our clients as well. You know, it's interesting when you say that. When you look back on your career, do you think there's more or do you think there are more things happening out there now? Or is it just that there's more ways to report it? So there's like with social media and everyone having a camera on their phone and being able to post things. Why is there information overload? I do think that technology is driving a lot of um, the volume of information, right? But the the fact that we're seeing all of these events that were probably happening in pretty high volume, right, a decade ago. But we're seeing more of that now, to your point, because of the technology, because of the platforms, because of the accessibility um, also globally in different countries. You know, most people around the world have the ability um, to find information and find it pretty quickly these days. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show the point. This makes it so much harder for an individual to try to keep on top of all this. It's just virtually impossible. Absolutely. Well, as someone who comes from the world of journalism, how do you think about tracking events around the world? How do you begin to approach that challenge, especially with this deluge of information that we have now? I think it's really important to have the right tools and the right sources of information and also to just recognize that the sources of information that are out there, whether it's a platform or an individual or an agency, those are changing um, really rapidly. So I think it's recognizing the fact that you know, in the moment here and now, things will be different than, you know, next week, next month, next year. So recognizing that the space is continuously evolving and rapidly changing, um, you know, respecting that and keeping up with that to make sure that you're keeping, you know, on top of those different sources and continuously vetting things out for information. And then you also just have to respect and understand the fact that there's a lot of noise. Not all information is important. I mentioned before, not all information is fact-based, you know, and it's out there 24-7, 365. Um, it never stops. That information flow is pretty constant and always going. And, you know, that's why our team is 24-7, 365. It's important to be able to keep track of information, information flow, and everything that's happening in that continuous cycle. And I think that's a risk that a lot of people run is that information overload, right? Being paralyzed by all the information and not understanding how to sift through it. So that's just, you know, kind of a glimpse at how, you know, we as a team continue to look at that global landscape of information flow. Yeah. Is is real-time broad-based tracking of world events something organizations can really do on their own? Like, in other words, if an organization tried to set up their own internal team to do something similar, what are some of the challenges they might encounter? But I think for many companies, it's just a huge undertaking to commit to that. And that's time-consuming. Um, it's time-consuming. It's cost prohibitive. It is bringing in a lot of people to be able to do that. So, you know, while I think it's possible, I think it also presents a lot of challenges in the space. And, you know, that's why it's a great advantage to have a partner like Alert Media, um, like the global intelligence team acting as more of an extension of someone's business, you know, keeping an eye out and an ear out for different things that could have impact on business or on employee safety. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And it seems like the the type of people you need on staff to sift through all this information are pretty varied in their backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, like just, just talking about the team we have here, like what are some of the backgrounds of those folks? Yeah, absolutely. We have a really, you know, kind of an interesting and amazing team of experts in the space. Um, we've got people from government agencies. We have people from the military, journalism, communication space. Um, people that are coming from global security operations centers, from private security companies. So we really do have a very robust and diverse background of people with expertise in the space, um, really kind of doubling down again on everything that's going on in the space and bringing that expertise 
to really understand the information, understand the information flow, um, and being able to parse through all that data and information and analyze it and analyze it quickly, right? So, you know, I also should mention we have um, the expertise of meteorology on our staff. You know, we have a meteorologist on team, weather is super important to our clients, of course. So being able to have that subject matter expertise embedded in our team, along with the rest of the expertise really kind of makes us, you know, very full when it comes to the different information that we can find and sift through and give information to our clients on. You know, you said it earlier when you were introducing your, your background, you said that, you know, we cover this, 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 and you said, and a lot of weather. So like, if you look at the, the spectrum of things you have to cover, is it like 50% is weather and then 50% is all the rest? Um, I guess if I was breaking it down to percentages, <laughs> yes, weather is huge. And, you know, I think it depends on the day. It depends on the forecasting around the globe. But I think there's always weather going on somewhere around the globe that's going to be impactful in some ways, um, especially certain times of the year. Uh, there's fire season, which really impacts many parts of the globe. And that's, you know, very often driven by weather and conditions. And then there's the tropics, the hurricane seasons, the monsoons, and those can just be so heavily impactful. Um, yeah. Not only our clients, but really any business um, any traveler, any employee, anywhere. So yeah, I would definitely say that it's it's a big um, percentage of what we're looking at. It ebbs and flows, but I would say it's definitely upwards of 30 to 40% of a lot of what we're seeing can be, you know, weather impacted and weather driven. Yeah, it's such a cascading effect too. Like a, a storm, a massive tsunami <clears throat> somewhere yeah. in the world can cause an interruption to a supply chain somewhere else. Exactly. So. exactly. You can be nowhere near a storm and it can have impacts to your business. That's totally. right. Well, when you compare the work your team is doing to that of a more traditional newsroom, like where you came from uh, at CNN, what are some of the biggest differences? You know, I would say at the core, journalism is not dissimilar from intelligence, right? It's it's finding information, it's vetting information, it's communicating it, right, reporting it out to an audience. And that's very similar to what we're doing on the global intelligence team. But I'd say one of the big differences is really being able to understand clients. If you're in that media industry and kind of mass communication space, you're really playing towards a very broadly focused audience of people that are looking for information for a, you know, a multitude of different reasons. And I think the benefit that we have, um, you know, within our team, and within the business space is being able to focus much more on who our clients are, on what their needs are in the business safe space, the employee safety space. And that really gives us the ability to support them in a much more focused, I think, and impactful way. You mentioned this before, but how do you ensure the information you share is accurate? I mean, there's just such a huge wide breadth of sources being monitored and things going on. And I guess what's your philosophy when it comes to what information gets shared and what doesn't? We actually get that question a lot. People say, well, how do I know you're telling me everything <laughs> that I need right. to know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think that's where the human expertise really comes in. There are hundreds of thousands of data sources, and many of them are trusted and trustworthy. But it's really being able to couple that with the human expertise and pulling all of that together to be able to bring the right kind of information to our clients. And it's that expertise of the staff that can sift through the noise of mass volumes of information. It's them utilizing the right tools coupled with that expertise to really sift through the information um, sift out disinformation. And we take great care in making sure that everything that we're seeing that we're bringing to our clients is what we believe to be that legitimate information using our expertise in a way that we feel like that information is the right information to share 
It's also for us about being transparent in where information is coming from, um, trying to give an indication to our clients when we're sending that information out to them that it's coming from, you know, whether it's an authoritative source, whether it's coming from, you know, raw information that people might be sharing on the ground if they're in the area of something that happened or witnessing something that happened. We believe very heavily in the fact that if we can give that transparency to our clients, that'll help drive their decision making as well, um, whether it's doing something right there in the moment or maybe standing by for more information from our team as well. As we jump into like defining what intelligence means, when most people hear that term intelligence, they, they think about spy movies and CIA operatives <laughs> or government agency. How do you and your team define intelligence from a business context? Yeah, absolutely. So, and it's funny you mentioned the CIA. We do have expertise from the CIA on our team, actually. Ah. Um, but, you know, when it comes to intelligence and defining that in the business space, I think it's pretty simple. Um, it's it's finding and having the information and knowing what to do with that information, really pulling all of those things together, right? Um, in the case of our clients, it's using that information and the context to have situational awareness, um, making quick and impactful decisions based on what they know and the information they have. And, and really, that's doing two things for them and sometimes a combination of the two things. It's keeping businesses up and running um, to the best of their ability, right? And it's also keeping their employees safe, you know, important amongst all things. So, you know, that's where I really drive down on what intelligence is for the business space. And there's challenges. A lot of companies have challenges in finding that information, but also communicating that information internally. They, there can be bottlenecks. Um, with information and communication in different situations. There's also difficulty in tracking multiple people within a company right now, right? We're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, a lot of people across the population of the globe are working remotely. Um, so it presents different difficulties as well. But, you know, really in the intelligence space for businesses, it's it's finding and having that information and knowing what to do with it and knowing what to do with it quickly to have the most impact. Yeah. And as you think about the types of incidents that businesses have to monitor, it covers just a huge spectrum from severe weather, like we talked about, to public demonstrations that may happen today, to active shooter incidents, and so many more. How do you categorize and keep track of everything happening at any given time? It's just a deluge. It really runs the gamut. And I like to think of things in buckets. I feel like there's you know, three big overarching buckets of things that our team is really focused on for our clients. You mentioned demonstrations. I would say that those fall into you know, planned events, things that we see on the horizon coming up, um, they're marketed on the calendar, whether it's a week out or a month out or sometimes a year out. So it's being able to see those things coming up on the calendar and understand what impacts could be around those events. Is it protests and demonstrations? Is it simply, you know, disruption to business flow in the area or disruption for people trying to move about in an area? Um, so that's one. I'd say the unplanned events are probably the biggest thing that we're focused on day in and day out, the unpredictable, things that just happen spur of the moment anywhere around the globe and being able to very quickly suss those out, find information and bring that to our clients so that they can utilize that information to the best of their ability for their business and for their employees. And then I'd say the the, the last kind of bucket that I think of things in for us is weather. You know, we've talked about that a lot today. Weather is a huge one for all of our clients globally. It's why we've built that expertise into our team. Um, but it really has such a significant impact. And really us being able to bring that to our clients um, in advance, really helping them to understand um, how to take precautions, how to talk about, you know, what different things to do for their business, whether it be, um, you know, dealing with supply chain, whether it be helping their employees in different situations, making sure that they can stay safe. Um, but yeah, it really runs kind of a full breadth and gamut in all those different categories. And it seems that all this threat intel could be beneficial to a lot of different roles within an organization. So as you see it, how do organizations typically use this type of intelligence to make decisions? 
Yeah. I mean, that too is really widespread, right? It really runs that full spectrum. Um, it's everything from leaders of organizations using intelligence um, to decide whether to keep businesses opened or closed in circumstances of demonstrations and protests, whether those are planned or whether those pop up out of nowhere, um, right? We've seen this in many situations with shootings in different communities and situations where there have to be, um, you know, decisions that are made on the fly. So a lot of different companies using it for that. Um, you know, there's human resources managers that are deploying security checks and safety checks on their employees, trying to make sure that they're safe, that there's different situations unfolding around them, making sure that people are safe. Um, there are those weather incidents, you know, being able to, you know, tell our clients that there are different situations coming, right? Different people within different organizations from a business continuity perspective, but also safety um, and security perspective, using this information to forecast, to look at whether or not to close down business or modify the way businesses are going to be run, um, to modify where they have their people based in certain situations as well. I mean, those are just a few of, you know, probably hundreds, if not thousands of different situations um, for our clients and for different businesses in general. How is the intelligence that Alert Media provides different from what organizations may already be doing on their own or using other, other products? And I would say, what is your vision for how the information your team delivers to customers can be used? Right. And I mean, you mentioned that a lot of companies are using um, different sources, uh, different information, and some aren't using anything at all. Right. And that feels like a little bit of a scary concept to be flying blind. Yeah. Um, but, you know, some companies are using different data sources, maybe using different aggregators, maybe using a different tool, maybe trying to build something completely on their own and just monitoring things as they come you know, some of those companies that aren't using anything at all, just depending on learning about situations, either through word of mouth um, from employees or different people around a business, maybe, you know, leaning on the media to hopefully give them an indication that there's something going on in certain areas. But, you know, that can be unreliable. It can be um, information coming kind of slowly. And I think, you know, what we're doing is really combining those data resources the, you know, the sound judgment of a team of experts um, in that space and really combining those things with the tools that we're using to cut through the noise, as I mentioned earlier, to really surface the things that are the most impactful to our clients in really bringing that very quickly so our clients can rest assured that they have someone being their eyes and ears. Yeah, and it seems like there's tools out there that are very tempting because they give you an insight into the, the world of social media where there's just this amazing amount of information, what warnings would you give to people when they think about using tools like that? There's a lot of information on those tools, which can be great. It can be really interesting and intriguing to see different streams of information and feeds, um, but it, it can be overwhelming, right? It's a lot of information. If you just take maybe one, two, three social media platforms and see what's happening globally on those platforms, it's streams and streams of rapid fire information. So it's overwhelming. Um, and the ability to catch exactly what you need for your business, for your locations, for your employees is challenging. Well, I definitely see the intrigue um, and potentially having that in, you know, a business's toolkit. It really can be hard for the company itself to have an expert internally or many experts internally to focus in that space and really cut through the noise and service what they need for their business. Yeah, I think you can get enamored by the tech and forget that you need people behind it to actually make it work. And when you're exactly. being just overwhelmed with information, that's more and more people you have to have on staff to sift through it all. Exactly. Yep. 100%. Yeah. Well, if an organization's on the fence about investing in a technology like this, what guidance would you provide them? Yeah, I think it's really important for companies to do their research, right? You don't know what you don't know. 
recognizing that as, you know, part of the challenge and, and going out there and understanding the space of information and understanding what's out there to take advantage of. Um, you know, I think at this point in time, too, it's really important for businesses to reconcile the fact um, and recognize and really be proud of the fact that employees put a lot of trust in their business. Um, they put a lot of trust in their CEO or their manager or their HR partner um, and the people around their company who are in leadership. You know, there's this really interesting study um, recently that focuses on the trust paradox and looking at the past two decades of the sources of information that people trust and people trust their businesses over yeah. government and over news. Um, and, you know, that can be a really powerful thing for businesses and for companies to understand and to know that their employees are really looking to them um, for the right information and for the right guidance in different situations for what to do and how to respond and how to act. And that can be critical. So I think if businesses really understand that as well, it's really important to take into consideration, especially at a time like now when workforces are a little bit more disparate. Um, people are potentially working from home and working from home for months, you know, that might change the entire landscape of global workforces. So just recognizing the fact that employees put a lot of stock um, in their in their businesses, in their in their bosses and their managers to give them this critical information. It's powerful. You know, the saying with great power comes great responsibility. You know, yeah. it's on businesses and companies to, you know, really embrace that at this point in time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been great. Thanks again for joining us. If anyone listening has follow-up questions or just wants to connect with you, what is the best way for them to do that? Sure. So I'm on LinkedIn. That's probably the best place to find me. Um, I'm, I'm pretty avid in, in using my account there. So if you want to go ahead and find me and connect with me, happy to engage with folks on that platform. Um, I'm Sarah with no H, um, Prattley, P-R-A-T-L-E-Y, um, the head of global intelligence here at Alert Media. All right. Wonderful. Well, thanks again. And to the rest of you, remember, nothing ever goes 100% according to plan in an emergency. So communication is incredibly important. If you can't communicate, you can't recover. Until next time. Alert Media is changing the way your leaders and response teams connect and communicate effectively when seconds matter. We provide our customers with a comprehensive solution for monitoring threats around the world and deploying fast, effective emergency communication. You need a panic-proof solution for high-stakes moments. In just a few clicks, your team can send a multi-channel notification to an impacted group of people and confirm their safety immediately. When employee safety is at stake, don't just communicate. Connect and confirm with a robust emergency communication solution. Visit alertmedia.com for more information. You've been listening to the Employee Safety Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you're listening in Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give a quick rating of the show. Just tap the number of stars you think the podcast deserves. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.